Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We all start on the outside, the outside looking in, this is where grace begins. We were hungry, we were thirsty, with nothing left to give, for the shape that we were in. Just when all hope seemed lost. Love opened the door for us. He said, come to the table. Come join the sinners who have been redeemed. Take your place beside the Savior. Sit down and be set free. Come to the
Well, welcome back, brothers and sisters, to another edition of Warrior Radio. Uh, well, Roundtable Tuesday is here on Warrior Radio. And uh, well, praise God, come to the table, man. Uh, for those of you out there that uh, that are listening now or in future archives, and you know what, you're questioning um, questioning about the Lord, and you know what, you just you just need that extra nudge, that extra, that extra push um, to come before Him, man. You know what, and the Lord's the Father's sitting there, and you know it says, come to the feast, come to the table, um, come to the celebration. That is Him, Amen. Uh, I just laugh because uh, you know what, uh, praise God. There's there's the sound of worship in the house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise God, brothers and sisters. It's good to be back here. Um, thank you guys for coming in and tuning in. Um, we've been kind of off and out and about the last couple, well, the last couple days, uh, last week or so. You know, we've been taking care of some things, um, some personal family matters and all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, well, praise God. It's good to be back with our brother Steve Fraze. We missed him a whole lot. Um, tonight's message is walking in contentment um, here on Roundtable Tuesdays. But before I really bring him on, I just got a quick, a uh, couple quick announcements for you guys' ears. Um, just want to let you guys know that uh, we are going uh, to South Dakota. For those of you that are interested in going down there to South. Go to it's actually a free event over there at Brother Donnie um, with Donnie and Brother Forrest and Sharon Lewis. Um, they're all going to be down there. If you guys just want to, uh, you know what? If you guys are the type of people to be praying about, you know, gathering around like-minded believers, somebody that you know that you could just really just worship the Lord with, and 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 not worry about any religion, any backgrounds, any and or any denomination or anything. You know what? Come out there, man. If you guys need an out, you know, uh, I should say a refreshing, uh, refreshing of the oil, das oil. Um, you know, come on out. Yeah, that that that's a little bit of Mennonite, oh bah. Uh, <laughs> so we have fun over here in Warrior Radio. So yeah, you guys, if you um, are interested in coming, please give us a call. Contact us at Pine Ridge Warriors. Contact at gmail dot com, um, or shoot us an email on our website. Uh, and if you guys would like to support this ministry and going out there, because uh, we just got done taking care of some uh, hefty little car things. But anyway, so if you guys are interested in supporting this ministry to go back out there and just minister minister to God's people, you know wherever we're at, and just uh, you know, if you guys want to come along, just please donate. Um, but if you guys do want to donate, there's a couple ways you could do that. Uh, preferably PayPal. You guys can go to our, our website, PineRidgeGathering.com, and go to the little PayPal link to help support that uh, support that trip specifically. Um, or you can send us cash check or money order to uh, P.O. Box 216, uh, Morden, Manitoba, R6M1A. Uh, 1A3 1A3 uh, So yeah So with that being said Brothers and sisters I love and appreciate you guys I don't think we have Too much more announcements there um, Except for uh, You know Please pray that we get uh, the Hopefully our CDs Taken care of While we're down there In South Dakota And um, also pray for us Concerning this Corn and Apple uh, This this uh, weekend event That's kind of going on With that being said Enough of me um, I want to welcome On to the radio tonight Brother Steve Fraze How you doing brother? Hey I'm here I'm here and I'm taking nourishment. How are you, Curtis? <laughs> Doing good, bro. I heard I heard you. I heard you, man. There's some praise in the uh, worship Curtis, going on in the house tonight. I you did not hear me singing, did you? <gasps> yes, we did. <laughs> Curtis, I had the mute on. No, no, I could Dude, I'm in your basement, bro. <laughs> oh. My goodness. Now I was really going to get embarrassed because I thought I had the mute off. Oh. Okay, well, I don't mind if you laugh at me, but if if there's 200 people laughing at me and saying, what has happened to this guy or this cat screeching? Uh, yeah, anyway, okay. No, man. no, dude, you know, I was down here. I was, I was down here singing too, bro. You know, I was singing too. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I just love that theme song, Curtis. I just don't ever get tired of it. It's I just, 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, bro, it's good for you to come back on. I know we missed you the last couple times, man. Um, I know things were kind of going on where, you know, you weren't able to make it. But uh, praise God you are able to make it tonight because, you know, with everything going on in this area, um, you know, kind of with you and, uh, you know, your family and stuff, you know, I was kind of – I'm really mm-hmm. glad that you were able to make it. Um, well, before we get really into that, um, you mind opening up the show in prayer, and then you can kind of go wherever you want. Um, yeah, amen? Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Our Heavenly Father, we are thankful to you today for another day that you've given us to be a part of your creation. Lord, there's no one like you. There is none other that stands before you, and there is there is no God like you for you are the creator and you are the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end and father we know that you know the beginning from the end and so lord you have put us in this place at this time and lord we just thank you for that and we pray that whatever is said and done here tonight would be to your honor and glory lord if there's someone here who needs encouragement tonight Someone who is discouraged may be looking for you, may not, may not have a personal relationship with you. Dear Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit would, would bounce around through the airwaves and just do what only the Spirit can do. And Lord, that they would be drawn to you through the Holy Spirit and that your will would be done. Lord, for we would pray that every child that is to come to you would find you and that their spirit would draw them quickly so that they would be counted a part of your eternal army. And Father, we will be careful to give you all of the honor and glory in all that's said and done. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, um, you're right, Curtis. Last week we missed. We were I don't know if we, I think we were on the road or something. I'm not sure where I was, but but for some reason I missed. So at any rate, I thought we better not let another week slip past. And and so um, I had kind of worked on some stuff for, for last week, but as it, as it came out, yeah, that's right. I was on the road. Um, we just the timing just didn't work for the for uh, for getting to a, a Wi-Fi connection or an internet connection. But at any rate, so tonight we want to talk about contentment. And you know, it's like I said when we when when you you called me in tonight, Curtis. That you know, our our theme song is is you know, it, it's basically. It, it's a great theme for Roundtable Ministries. And one of the lines in there says, sit down and be set free. And and it, it that is the feeling that we can have of contentment. Because if we'll just we'll just listen and take what what our Savior's given to us, we can be set free. And we and 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 we don't need to do or be anything other than what he has made us to be. And it, it makes me think of the verse that says, taste and see, taste and see, taste and know that I am good. And and when we we get to that point in our lives and understand who we are in our Father and and what he has destined for us, it it gives us the ability to to get into that place of contentment. And so... 
as we get into this thing, I kind of want to start with a question. And, and the question is, who, you know, whoever's listening tonight in on the archives. So are we, are we content with our, with our personal situation? Are we content with where we are? Um, we can speak of that from a physical perspective or a spiritual pers- pers- perspective. You know, I was, I was looking at all of this, all of these things related to contentment, and I came up with about, well, there's three or more different aspects of contentment um, that I found, but, but tonight I want to talk primarily about three of them. And, and these three that I came up with are spiritual contentment, physical contentment, and psychological contentment. And I'm going to kind of work my way backwards from the bottom up on these uh, because they're, each one of them, they're all linked in our lives. And, and if, we're not, if we're not satisfied or content or confident in one area, in any one of these areas, it's going to affect the other ones. So each one of these areas make, make up what level of contentment we live in. Um, some areas we should be content in, but in others there is merit in pressing on to a higher level of, of, of engagement, which will, which will contribute to a higher level of confidence and or contentment. And I, I'm, I've said confidence a couple of times uh, I think two weeks ago we did we talked about confidence and and the week before that we talked about liberty and so these things they all dovetail together they all come together so so when we talk about psychological uh, contentment the the psychological part of our being it 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 affects our minds relating to our mental state having a psychological issue. Uh, is is like that's part of the the physical aspect of the mind, and so think about this. Probably one of the most popular verses relating to the promise of a consistent mental state is in Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. If you have your Bibles, brothers and sisters, I'd encourage you to grab them and and kind of follow along with with the with the scripture references. So. So at least you can see what is in the word, because brothers and sisters, when all when all of this shakes down, it's not what Steve said, or what brother Curtis said, or what sister Haley said. It is it's what's coming from the Holy Spirit, and and a, a major part of that is coming out of the Scriptures, because that is that is His word to us. So Second Timothy chapter one verse seven says. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So, if if we're if we're in a spirit if 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 we're living in a spirit of fear, we're not in the right place. But if we're if we're living in a in a in the place of power and of love and of a sound mind, that is where that is where our Father wants us to live. He wants us to have all of those aspects. And, you know, we can say, well, we can love, and to some degree we can, even from a human perspective, um, but the love that he's referring to even there is, is a love that, that we will only really begin to understand in, in our relationship with our Father and how our, the Holy Spirit 
allows to to work through us and 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 throws that love out to others when when we don't even know how we can love someone or or, or situation so so and when we when we talk about a sound mind okay well we feel like we will we have a sound mind but you know the bible also talks about having being double minded and the the word says that a, a, a double minded person is un, is unstable in all his ways and so we want to stay away from being double minded because when we're double minded we are unstable and i think a simple translation of that is that with when we blow around with every wind of doctrine that makes us that makes us double minded it makes us inconsistent and so so when when he's also talking about power power is a little different because power has to be something that we see as an evidence it's 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 almost like an action word and and I'm not an English teacher and I can tell you I bombed miserably in English but the word power means that there has to be some sort of external evidence that there's something underlying and undergirding that that is causing an outcome which is beyond what we are as as human beings as human meat suits and so that is those those are things that we are expected to live in and i'll just throw in an aside here when you back up to the top of that verse it says for god has not given us the spirit of fear brothers and sisters when you live in in a fear environment think about what this word is saying because i think i've mentioned this before it's referring to a spirit. And a spirit is an entity. It's not, just, it's not just a word. It's an entity. And so when you have fear in your life on an ongoing basis that you, that you have a hard time controlling or that you can't control, guess what? You need, to, you need to get into the scriptures and you need to immerse yourself to the point where you you push out that spirit of fear and and some people will go and find a deliverance minister because the spirit of fear can be a tangible hard entity that is living inside of you that is causing that fear and that our father does not want us to live in there's another reference in Romans and that ro- that reference is in Romans 12 verse 2 and that reference says and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, you know, brothers and sisters, our our life as believers in in followers of the way is not to be burdensome and difficult. It our Father has made the burden light. He says, "Take my yoke upon you." for it's it's light the burden is light and so what we're trying to do is to get our lives in a in a place where we are we are smack dab in our father's will and and we are we are looking forward to what he has for us but being happy in where he has us so when we think about psychological contentment we must accept that our strength is based on the verses speaking against fear 
and conforming to this world system. Things like anxiety and agitation are not from the Father, and we need to and they need to be spoken out of our lives. We we need to take authority of these things and 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 break them off of our lives. Then we come to the physical contentment. And and here we're getting into uh, a lot of, of of well when we say physical it's physical we've got meat suits and and uh, and are we physically content are we content with who God has made us from a physical perspective you know you know there are beautiful people in the world and Hollywood would attempt to make those all of the people there living in the glitz and glamour. The, the, the template that everyone is supposed to live by or that, that everyone is expected to look at. And, you know, in certain ways, our, our society is changing somewhat to where, you know what, it's okay. It's okay if a fella is a little bit chubby. It's okay if, if, if a girl is, is taller than average. It, it, there, is, there is becoming, whether, whether it's, it's from the, the light side or the dark side, there is more of an acceptance of people, generally speaking. But the question is, when we look at our own selves, how do we view ourselves? You know, I used to be a, a really slim, trim fella. I think Paula, my wife, would even agree with that. And, and after I got married, she fed me so well. And, and uh, you know, I gained, I gained 50 pounds or so. Now, I was quite thin when I got married, so even now I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly, uh, I don't have an exactly a boyish figure, but, but I could be a, a whole lot heavier. And so, but as we change, we sometimes look at ourselves and say, oh man, I, I've got to do something because I can't keep looking. We can't keep looking like this. And so we've, we've each been gifted with these bodies. Um, and so contentment in the physical has a central track that includes taking reasonable care of these bodies, but not losing the correct perspective. You know, we, you, you, ha, you can have people that will run into the, into the, uh, the, 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 the exercise rooms and they'll just work and work and work. They'll spend hours at it. And yeah, they have chiseled bodies, but you know, the word also says bodily exercise profiteth little and it, it actually, bodily exercise to us does maybe help a little bit. But you know what happens when you quit? Guess what? Well, some of us know what happens. It all kind of goes south. And so it's, it, it all has its place. Um, <laughs> it all has its place and its, and its level of, of engagement. So the kind of the word, the word that comes to me when I think about all of this is the word being temperate, temperate, balanced in all things. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I just read, I think, chapter 12, verse 2, but it says, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So, this I kind of I believe relates to being moderate in how we treat our physical bodies, being careful about things like how much we eat and how much we act, how much activity we participate in, 
you know, to be vessels that can be used in ministry, that do not detract from being the ambassadors that we are for Christ. You know, um, it's, uh, I, I hesitate, I hesitate to say too much, but, you know, when we're, when we're 300 pounds for no good reason, and we've been eating Twinkies all day and sitting on the TV, sitting on the couch and watching TV and, and watching the food channel and all of the stuff they put on there. And we just keep eating. It is difficult for us to go and present ourselves to people as an ambassador for Christ without them looking at us and saying, wow, is that, is that person really serious or, or, you know, so I'm, I know there are times when people have issues with thyroids and and other health issues that cause some of those things. But we need when where it's possible, we need to be responsible with our weight and 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 our appearance. We we are ambassadors, like it or not. We we are we are all the God that some people are going to see. We're all the savior that some people are going to see. And so these areas of our relationship with with Christ require discernment and understanding. It is, and and I again I I hesitate to paint every one and everything with the same brush because I know that there are limitations for many people in many ways, and and so you know we 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 do all have that certain degree of limitation some of us it's just age you you can't stay as active sometimes when you're 60 as you were when you were 20 so it may be spare time work obligations family obligations but but all in prayer and fasting you know what when 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 you're looking to please the lord and to live at in that level of contentment it comes down to praying and fasting and supplication. And the Lord is going to feed you and he's going to show you the way that he wants you to go. Because And, and when he does that, brothers and sisters, that is when you're going to be in that contentment that he really wants, he really wants you to be in. You know, I, really, I, I want to read a couple of verses from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. You know, I was just thinking about this as we were coming on the air, and it just hit me, and it said, fruit of the Spirit. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Because here we're getting back into all of those things that create balance in our lives. And so Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it's, uh, yeah, chapter 5, verse 22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such there is no law. Brothers and sisters, do you realize that if you're living and in, in, in this atmosphere of verse 22 and 23 of Galatians chapter 5, you have aced the exam and, and you are, you've got it made because that is, those are gifts, those are fruits of the Spirit that that when the Holy Spirit is living in us and through us, those are going to be exemplified in our life. So many scriptural references to physical condition relate to a spiritual truth that helps us to understand 
how the physical and the spiritual interrelate. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12 is another reference that I want us to touch, touch on. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Here it says that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so the, the basic fundamental here is that we're not supposed to be lazy. Our, as, as believers and as ambassadors for our, our Savior, we are not to be lazy. We are to be prudent in all that we do. So remember that working in one way or another is always good for these bodies. Well, within reason, okay? I'll just declassify that a little bit. So I realize that there are many considerations pertaining to our bodies, but, but generally watching intake and staying active will help our condition and shape. It also helps with the psychological aspect of who we are. Looking in the mirror and it cracks because we haven't done diligence with a physical is no one's issue but our own brothers and sisters and i'm not i'm not i don't i'm not talking i don't, I don't want to be considered a health fanatic here i'm just telling us that we and i'm talking to myself we all need to be conscious of of who our father has made us and what he's entrusted to us so finally the last aspect of this discussion tonight is is the aspect of the contentment um, in our being is the is the spiritual component. Our spiritual contentment will be the basis for being in the right place in the other areas of our lives, because that's I I think it works both ways. If the spiritual contentment is there, it's it's going to help the the psychological and the physical, um, and and if and if the other ones are in place, they will help the spiritual, but we still we still have to concentrate on that spiritual. I think, I think here we need to start with uh, Psalm 37, verse 16. And there it says, A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. Just, I'm going to read that again. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. Many wicked, it says. Think about that. You may not have much in the physical, but if you have righteousness, you have more than many of the wicked. And when I'm talking, when I'm when I'm reading this verse, and I'm I'm looking at the righteousness and the righteous man, the man that is in that position is in is in a position of spiritual contentment. And, and, and it's critically important that we learn to understand that our value is not based on, on things. Okay, uh, I, I, just, I made a note here. It says, you know, spiritual contentment isn't like having a reason to sit on our rear ends and saying, I'm content. It's the knowing that we've pleased the Father and knowing we're exactly where he wants us to be in our growth. And a, a large, huge part of that is, is understanding how that relates to being forgiven by our Father through Jesus Christ and having the liberty and the confidence in knowing that in addition to having our forgiveness complete, it also speaks to forgiving others 
because we because until we have forgiven others our forgiveness cannot be complete but the other aspect of this that is is so important and that i think sometimes gets forgotten so many times is that we need to learn to forgive ourselves and i think i've been a nasty guy for this because because i've 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 struggled with this uh, the the just the fact of 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 saying well i've sinned now and how how can the father forgive me so forgiving ourselves may may sometimes be tougher for us to understand and to deal with than anything else and so somehow you have got to you've got to speak to the father and ask him to show you how you are going to be forgiven how you are going to be able to forgive yourself because you can't do it yourself and there's a dark side that will try to get in every chance he can and he will keep feeding you the garbage as long as you're going to keep listening to it and so I had a reference here it is in my goodness I'm looking for it and I'm looking for it I think I'm I'm in the wrong spot, but maybe I'll find it here. It is First uh, John chapter three. First John chapter three, verse eighteen is where I want to start. Um, so here are some verses that should help you find a way to forgiveness for yourself if you if you struggle with this kind of thing, because I don't believe for a second I'm the only guy that's dealt with this kind of stuff, and so. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18 says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Verse 20 says, For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to get across in this in this reference is that if we don't if our heart doesn't condemn us, we're 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 doing well. But if our heart does condemn us, because, brothers and sisters, we have to realize that our heart has things coming in from the light side and from the dark side. And if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows all things. And so when we're truly in a a place uh, seeking forgiveness and having, having forgiven others, and yet we have this 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 darkness that keeps invading our heart we need to we need to kick it out and say not today because our father knows he knows that we are but dust and he is greater than our heart and he is greater than all of that potential condemnation or yeah the condemnation that is being thrown at us and we need to take what he has given us. We need to just by faith take it. 
Our faith and right standing relationship will be the catalyst in living a life of contentment. Did you hear that? Our faith. Our faith is going to be the catalyst. Because the scripture also says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So do we actually believe that? Or, or do we think that that's just fluffy words on a white page? Because we need to start getting a hold of some of this in our lives. And when we, and we, start, when we start to realize these things, we start to find that contentment and the confidence and the liberty that we have been birthed into as children of the Most High. So our contentment shouldn't come from the physical aspects of our lives. You know, things like finances, property, relationships, or where we live are not really things that cause the peace with contentment. Just, okay, listen to a couple more references to how our environment is affected by our actions. I want to go to uh, pardon me, Proverbs in chapter 15, verse 13. If you guys are following me in your Bibles, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. And here it says, A merry heart makes a cheery countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. You know, I guess when I read this, I it, it, it made me think of these people that, that go to the wailing wall or people who will wail at weddings we've we've come across we've come across some some groups who have who have had some local weddings they they're people that have immigrated into the area and um my wife Paula has has attended a couple of weddings and and as peculiar as it may sound these people will wail and I, I, I'm not going to say they cry but they actually wail at these weddings which is 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 really peculiar but how can wailing or being sorrowful of heart how can that make your spirit strong how can it make you cheery how can it make you happy uh, how can it bring joy to you it can't so the sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken by, by sorrow of the heart. So you, you, you want to you wanna stay away from the condemnation that, is, that can be thrown at you. you. You need to rebuke it and completely refute it so, that it so that it goes. Proverbs chapter 30 verses 8 and 9 says, Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and I deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. And you know, brothers and sisters, I believe that this is an extremely um, true, true, true biblical reference. Because I think what happens when we when we are striving so hard and and poverty is on our doorstep at, at all times we we get sidetracked and and we we have priorities that are diverted and i think the same thing with wealth because 
things become easy and and the diligence that we need um, in our lives tends to get tends to get diluted and so he's the 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 man that's wrote the proverbs is just saying um if if you make me rich i may be full and deny you and say who is the lord and and if you're too poor you may steal and you may take the name of the lord god in vain so brothers and sisters just because you may not have earthly wealth don't feel that you aren't worthy in the kingdom the word says that the lord will never leave us begging bread so if you have food and clothing and a place to lay your head you are blessed and brothers and sisters i'm also going to say if you can listen to this blog talk radio program whether it's live or whether it's in the archives going forward obviously you do have some form of finances that you can use and so that would that would tell me that you will be able to have food and clothing and shelter so sometimes sometimes some of our our finances kind of get skewed in the priority area and uh, sometimes even that way we need to reset ourselves another reference is proverbs chapter 19 verses 22 and 23 and it says the desire of a man is his kindness and a poor man is better than a liar the fear of the lord tendeth to life and he that hath it shall abide satisfied he shall not be visited with evil wow did you catch that the last part of that verse again the fear of the lord tendeth to life and he that hath it shall abide satisfied he shall not be visited with evil. You know, brothers and sisters, we need to understand and learn what the fear of the Lord is. Because the fear of the Lord is not to be shaking in your boots and saying, oh, there's a, there's a God up there with a big white beard and a baseball bat, and as soon as I do something wrong, he's going to pound me back into line. You know, brothers and sisters, when we do something wrong, he doesn't want to pound us back into line. It grieves him. And he sheds tears for us. And he's shedding tears for us while he waits for us to come to where he wants us to be, around the table. And it doesn't matter who you are or what place you are in. He wants to feed you at that table. And he doesn't care what you look like or what gender you are, or how old you are. I think the reference that, references that we've talked about all relate, they relate to being temperate in our lives and understanding that as we break out of the world's matrix, we're living in a true dimension that is function without sight. Do you know what that is, brothers and sisters? That is nothing more than faith function without sight because i'm thinking of of the verses at the end of mark where christ says greater works than these you will do because i go to my father and he was referring to all of those miracles that he had done um healing the blind man um 
raising the dead, the, la- the, 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 the lady who touched the hem of his garment, the, the boy who had the demons cast out of him. Brothers and sisters, I've heard the excuse that we're living in a different dispensation of time, and that is all history, and we don't need that. You know what, brothers and sisters? That's nothing but a pack of garbage. And the problem is that Satan has talked everyone into believing that pile of trash. And because of that, we as believers have lost the power that we have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ to take up. Because it's not about us. It's about our Savior. It's about our Father. And it's all about bringing his children into the kingdom. Just think about this for a minute, and I'm, I'm just getting a little diverted here, but I'm thinking about performing miracles. You know, there, there, are, there, are, uh, there are spiritual people, I'll use that term, on television and other places that they're miracle workers. They're, they, they perform miracles, and, and they, they do many things. Now, are they are they all working in the Holy Spirit? Um, you know, I guess we're going to follow a little rabbit trail here because because the Word says that His gifts to us are without repentance, brothers and sisters. We all have gifts, and some of them may be healing, some of them may be prophecy, uh, laying yeah laying hands on the sick. All all of those things that that are listed in the New Testament. The, the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives, and they are without repentance. So you may have, you may have a high-profile preacher or evangelist or pastor, somebody that, that will lay hands on someone and, and they'll be healed. And, and you know, you, you sometimes see the way they live or you hear the things they do and you say, well, how is that possible? They can't, they can't be living, they, they can't be using God's power to heal this person because they're not right. But you know, God says his gifts are without repentance. Because, brothers and sisters, many times what we have found in our history is that a believer will start right and they'll get they'll have training or they'll they'll immerse themselves in the word and they'll they'll grow and they'll learn and and they will they will start to to explode in the power of the spirit and they'll understand the gifts that they have. And sometimes some of them start to divert off sideways, but just because they do that doesn't mean that that gift is gone. That gift might be, that gift might become twisted because they have gone away from where they should have been. But once a believer recognizes the gift that they have and they, and they start to work in it, if if they divert sideways off of that nice center rail, there is the possibility that that gift can be used in a twisted manner. And so that in itself is a whole discussion, but I don't even know how I went there, but but that is just something I guess that someone felt that I should have said. So um, as we boil all of this down, it comes down to our sincerity in pressing into that relationship through the Holy Spirit that our Father wants us to have with Him. First Timothy 6, verses 6 and 7 says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, 
and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And so as that carries on, it says, as long as we have food and raiment therewith to be content. Brothers and sisters, you know what? We can look at other people in the world and say, oh, that guy's got so much money. That guy's got so many shares in that company. This guy's got so many assets. All, all, all of this garbage. But you know what? At the end of the day, when we stand before our maker, that is not going to make any difference at all. You know, brothers and sisters, I don't know how much Curtis and Haley have said on the air. My dad just passed away this past weekend. And, and I talked to my mom yesterday. We, my, my mother lives near us. And so it's easy for us to contact her and, and kind of be with her. And you know what she said yesterday? We went to the funeral home for viewing to, when they had prepared my dad. And, and she just said, you know what she says? I, I just feel at peace because I know where he is. You know, um, we do. We, we know he's in heaven. And so... That is a sign of contentment that that we can't have in and of ourselves. We have that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, brothers and sisters, that that is something that we all need to work towards. Because, you know, this week it was my dad. Next week it might be your dad. Or it might be your spouse. Or it might be your child. And, you know, that is only one example. But when we have the Holy Spirit to comfort us, it, isn't, it doesn't say that we're never going to have pain. But, it does, but he does come and give us the peace in our hearts that we have as believers. Because what in the world does the, does the world do when they have a loved one that passes away? What do they have to hang on to? You know, I don't care what anyone says. When the Holy Spirit comes walking through the aisles or walking into your bedroom and starts knocking on your heart's door, there is no one in, on this earth, no one on this earth that does not feel that and does not know that that is a creator that formed them, that is, that is pulling and tugging on them. And if they don't acknowledge they harden their hearts, and the longer they wait, the harder it's going to be for them to come. And, and we know that the Father has not lost one of his children except the son of perdition, who is Judas Iscariot. And so all we can do when the Holy Spirit draws is that we come. We have to come and admit that we can't do this thing by ourselves and that we are ready to repent of the lifestyle that we've lived because we want to put ourselves in and under the care of our, our Savior. So, you know, our contentment is never going to stem from some work or effort on our part, but rather communing with our Father and knowing that we are smack in the middle of His will for us. You know what? We need to press in and keep an open communication with him so that we can grow in our understanding and knowledge of him and all of the things that he has for us. Brothers and sisters, when we understand that we have 
a destiny that was formed before we were in our mother's womb. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Brother Curtis, do you have anything to add? Well, actually, I got quite a bit. Oh, oh, sorry, oh, I, I, had my, I, I had my I had my mic up on top of my head. Okay. It's actually quite a bit. You know, whenever I'm not sitting here, you know, it's just a good habit for me to flip my mic up. Because uh, you're eating chocolate bars again. Oh, actually, I do have a pile of Reese's that I already demolished, but no, that's Reese's, Reese's, whatever. Anyways, you grammar Nazi. But <laughs> anyways, no, uh, honestly, I, I want to kind of get back to the, in the very beginning of what you said, and, and this has kind of been on my mind um, quite a bit. Uh, learning to be uh, – to, to, to don't be content in with what you have. Um, there's a book that I was reading the other day called The Seer um, by James W. Gall, and uh, this is actually a very interesting book because you know through there for those that just kind of have little ideas about prophetic and you know what it is and you know seer what is it how do you you know stuff like that. Um, there's a particular scripture that comes to my mind. Whenever Prophet Daniel saw the tribulation coming, you know, with uh, with the ram, and then later on, uh, it was the it was one horn that was our three horns that was broken up by one, um, and one thing that came to my mind was, you know, he constantly was looking. He says, "Behold," and then I looked. He wasn't so caught up with the vision that was right before his eyes that he didn't, you know, and a lot of times we'll do this, you know, we're 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 so caught up with uh, the things that we do. We might single out one aspect of our walk with the Lord or we might single out, you know, one thing whenever the Lord is like, "Listen, you know, if you keep focusing on this, you're going to miss the big picture." Mm-hmm. A lot of times we get awestruck with, you know, just the great things that he does, but even still, it, it's small, it's minute. Like in a service, um, you know, I kind of, I'll kind of use this as an example. In a lot of services, you know, uh, people, and I kind of get to the point, but you know, whenever something happens, somebody's receiving deliverance over there on the corner, you know, and then the whole service focuses person getting deliverance. Why? You know, because they are so focused on that that they're actually missing out on what more that the Lord wants to share. Show them. Even with Daniel, if he only focused on the first part of that vision, he would have totally missed out on what the Lord had in store for him later. You know, um, there was so much more in that. And uh, matter of fact, uh, let me see if I can't find that. But with contentment, you know, um, this goes with all things, you know, concerning the Lord. Everybody wants supernatural this, power this, supernatural this. But whenever the Lord kind of laughs because, you know, we want all these things, but yet and still we get bewildered by such the small things. Just like uh, whenever Christ fed the 5,000. Um, you know, with the five loaves and two fish, or was he, yeah, five loaves and two fish. No matter what miracles that he did, everyone was like, you know, uh, how about you multiply the fish again? You know, give us food. And they were so concerned with that. And, you know, I could look at that as a spiritual walk in our lives. Um you know, through all things, you know, maybe times we get so hung up on, on, on ministry, 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 wanting a church, wanting this, wanting that. And God's like, hey, listen, you know, that's theirs. What I have called you to do, what I have called you to do might not be the same as them, but do not despise the day of small beginnings. Do not despise, or I should say, don't covet what another man has, I should say, mm-hmm. you know, because whenever you get so fixated on that, that you really begin to lose the individuality that God has given. 
given you. And, you know, um, for years, uh, for a long time, for the last year, I've really been struggling. Actually, even several years back, I've been struggling with this concept about Marcus, you know. I always would say, you know, well, I'm not him, or how can I see how he saw? How can I preach how he preaches? And just the other day, the Lord impressed my heart. I've never called you to be him. Don't covet that the way that he saw me. Don't, don't try to model how he did things because I have given you your own unique expression. Mm-hmm. I have given you your own thing. That's why he says I've given some prophets, apostles, pastors, teachers, and evangelists, you know, he, but all working through the same spirit. They're just different expressions of him. Mm-hmm. And for those out there, and uh, I'm sorry, bro, I don't want to be taking up much more time, but um, for those out there that are that are wanting to preach, that are wanting to teach, that are wanting to do something, but yet you're you're, you're maybe you're scared to step out of your comfort zone. Maybe you're scared to, or you're looking at, at at Smith Wigglesworth, or you're looking at all these other different ministers around you that you're getting bewildered with. Like, oh man, they they see healings take place constantly, and I can't I can't put myself out there because I haven't done that yet. Don't worry about how the Lord will use you. He's given you your own unique expressions. Um, with the sister Jennifer, you know, I look at her, and the Lord has literally given her a, a very prophetic way of writing. You know, I look at her, and I see a prophetic psalmist, you know, or, or, or a scribe. You know what? They have that, that the Lord, that is another expression of his spirit. It's the same spirit. It does not mean that your gift is less than or greater than somebody else's. Um, I don't care if you can speak in tongue backwards or, you know, or just utter a little few words. I don't care if you're out there, you know, uh, bringing billions of people to Christ. Or I don't care if you're sitting there uh, uh, talking one-to-one. It is all needed ministry, and you know what? So you guys, I guess, with just the whole don't get complacent or don't be uh, satisfied with contentment. You know, don't don't be content with where you're at. Don't be content with the little that you got, because even that is such a small picture on the grand scheme of things. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is, and and I had made a note here uh, saying that contentment includes waiting on what the Lord has, but w- we wait on it. But in the meantime, we are doing the work that we know that he has given us to do, right? Amen. You know, you're right. You're right, bro, yeah. because um, you know what? Be be grateful what the Lord has given you. Yeah. You know, be be happy in what he has given you because, you know what, there's some people that are so far off, but does not mean that we stop. We stop with that now, um, you know, because uh, as one thing that Marcus always told me, he says, you know what? My ceiling should be your floor. And I'm like, what? You know, that puts into perspective me whenever Christ says, these works you shall do and greater. You know, um, how are we supposed to do greater works? Well, where he left off should be our ceiling, or I mean, should be our floor, you know? It should be where we start. His ending point should be our starting point. You're like, how is that possible? He's he's the son of God. Yes, but he was also man. You must understand Mm -hmm. that there's that fine balance. And so anyways, yeah, bro. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. For sure. You bet. Well, brother, if if you wanted to, I I know you probably haven't gotten through all your notes. I know you're pretty pooped from uh, today's from today, man. I saw you and I was like, bro, bro needs sleep. But <laughs> um, if you wanted to go another hour or maybe half hour, it's up to you. Um, if not, then we can call it a night from here and just kind of see what the Lord has in store for us here at home. Yeah, I, that, I think. I think I'm okay with where we are for now, Curtis. Okay. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, listen, um, brother Steve, it was good for you to come back on. You know, it was good to hear hear from you again, man. You know, I mean, I hear from you every day. Um, but <laughs> you know, I hear 
from you every single day, but you know what? It's good to hear from you, brother. And um, I, I know everybody is really blessed from what they do here on the radio from you, man. Uh, a couple comments I've seen on, on Blog Talk and uh, Facebook was, you know, like, hey, man, you know, I really got – uh, this one guy it was an encouragement because you know I listened to him and he's like you know uh, that guy Steve from Roundtable you know he says I'm listening to this and this is really good stuff. Um, so yeah, way to go, way to go. Way to go. There you go. Okay, we'll do. Thanks, Curtis. All right, brother. Well, is there any closing comments before you want to go, or uh, is that pretty much it? Or I think that's pretty much it, other than. Guys, support Curtis and Haley in prayer and financially in any way you can. And we're going to have Roundtable Ministries uh, website up and going one of these days soon. We've been in construction for too long, so hopefully we can get that done. And that's all for tonight. And that's all, folks. Amen. <laughs> that's all, folks. Well, listen, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you guys uh, for tuning in, listening to us, to us, uh, you know, us old geezers, so to speak. Um, <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> no, hey, man, you might be young, but I'm still old. But listen, brothers and sisters, I love and appreciate you guys. Don't forget to always remember, stand tall before man, bow low before God. And uh, shoot us an email if you guys like what you want to hear or you like what you hear. Um, send us, shoot us an email at pineridgewarriorscontacts at gmail.com or around Table Ministries, right? You have a you have Roundtable Ministries INTL at gmail.com. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, uh, listen, bros. I uh, love and appreciate you guys. Uh, brother, you get some sleep tonight, and uh, we'll check you guys out. Oh, don't forget, this coming Wednesday, hopefully we're going to have tomorrow uh, Psalmist Brother Donnie Williams from Heart of David Ministries um, in the house. So hopefully we all, all goes well there, uh, and we'll kind of be out. Amen. God bless you guys. Love and appreciate it. This is Beyond Me by Toby Mac. See you tomorrow. Call it a reason to retreat. I got some dreams that are bigger than me. I might be outmatched outside the underdog in the fight of my life. Is it so crazy to believe? That you gave me the start with them out of my reach Call me the water's a little too deep Oh, I've never been so aware of my need You keep on making me see It's way beyond me It's way beyond me
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.